Uh, hi guys, welcome to my hybrid podcast where we talk about creativity, entrepreneurship, music, and so much more. Today marks a special collaboration with Hana, a super cool co-working social space and create a bump in reality. This will be a live episode, part of a series called Hybrid Talks. Let's get to it, shall we? So today on the show, I'm excited to have Dima Al-Hagbanel, co-founder of Shed the Studio, a real-based multidisciplinary design studio with a unique Arabic-oriented and type-based practice, mostly known for their out-of-the-box, sound street food concepts. Unfortunately, Watfa Hamid being also a co-founder at the studio could not make it. Hi, Dean. Welcome to the hybrid podcast. And thank you for joining me today. Hi. Thank you, Rami. Thank you for having me. Sure. Okay. So, first things first. Why Shabda? Okay. I'm going to answer this question uh, in Arabic. Please do. Shabda, uh, as designers and as local designers, um, choosing Shinta as part of uh, this is how we see design to uh, any uh, business. So we're not the product, we're not the main service, but we play a big role in, uh, in the business itself and how we create that design for it. Okay, so how did you guys get together as co-founder on one farm, and what's the story behind the start of the uh, of the studio? So um, me and Montfa we met in college. Uh, we we studied college in Dal Hikma Jidda, and um, we met there. And uh, how it started, and we knew there's something between us that uh, every time we get in a project, collaborative project in college. It had uh, like uh, it was creative and uh, innovative. That we saw something when we worked together uh, happening. So um, and then when we started uh, the studio itself, it started as an idea. What if we worked together? Well, we did something together after college. So what we did is uh, uh, we we used to live in Jeddah. This is for me. And um, and then um, after maybe two years, what got married and then she was here. And then we said, okay, let's start the studio. And uh, and this is where it started from a house and then to a small studio, a small desk actually, and then into a boutique studio. Pretty amazing. Nice. So I was going to ask you about your backgrounds, but uh, I think you already answered that. Uh, but I'll go deeper now. So, are you guys similar in terms of personalities, or are you different? Do you do you bring different uh, aspects to the studio, or or are you also similar as people? Yeah. So, in similarities and differences, we're more similar than different. So, um, in time and in in our business itself, we we care for the Arabic uh, time. Uh, um, any local uh, content, um, we we understand like the different cultural aspects of uh, Saudi. Uh, this is where we we are similar. Uh, one, we're different in things that uh, reflect to the business itself. 
like um, I'm I'm the eldest sister, so I understand the concept of um, responsibility. So I'm always like, no, this is the rules and the management part. What far is the youngest? So she's the rebel, and she's always she wants what she, she fights for um, what she wants, uh, whether in business or uh, pushing for a certain idea and so on. Okay. So who's the good cow and who's the bad cow? Okay, so for his question, at any extremes, uh, we don't believe that it's it's a good thing. I mean, not too good and not too bad. But we, uh, but me and Walter, when we like to balance it off, um, so this and assessing it like a big one, I mean, we always assess situations as long as we're fair. Um, uh, we're, uh, we're just uh, being balanced and uh, uh, being on the good track, but not too extreme. So also part of the shed there, because he said the shed. Yeah, it's, it's not <laughs> <the shed>. it <laughs> goes with the overall yeah. uh, uh, concept. Yeah. So did you specifically decide to focus on F&B and street food branding or it happened by chance? Okay. So FMB uh, is something that happened very recently. But when we started being a local uh, studio that focused in Arabic type and local content was something new. And um, we just had a few uh, studios in Saudi Arabia that was focused in that. And understanding the behavior of the local market and just translating the local and street tongue to, into businesses was not something uh, very known. So we started in uh, small events before Zafat uh, Thaqafa and uh, the Mosul Riyadh and the Molda um, events happening. We used to do small events about art, about um, like Pichakocha, Gela, different cities. So this is where we turned into businesses and this is where we saw ourselves. And then the most um, uh, business that يعني, business in it goes straight towards food. So that's why we shined in it. because uh, uh, it can carry out the lingo, the type, the and the bold colors and styles. So so this is where we came in into food and beverage. But مثلا, uh, in the last couple of uh, two years um, we were to and we're very fortunate to to know people at the industry and be part of their evolution also. So, Masir, in uh, the past year, it was trending uh, the YouTube shows and uh, the podcasts. So, being part of that, Masir, Masrania, Mahai Sakhir, Mahai and many exciting uh, shows to come. I don't see us being very specific about the coverage, but we're very lucky to be part of every way when it comes. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I just mentioned that because um, uh, there were like a, a few specific projects that kind of stood out. But yeah, I, I've seen that you got into the whole like social media uh, influencer podcast, uh, like more of the digital world. But yeah, I think um, this riding the wave of evolution really, yeah. which is amazing to see you guys to do that and, and the creative industry as well. So, What's your interpretation of creativity in general? 
And as a studio, what is your creative approach or process like? Um, okay, our interpretation to creativity is again anything can turn into creativity. Um, so when I tell you that anything that means while traveling, seeing different cultures, seeing different lights, it doesn't mean that you have to focus on uh, your field itself. Uh, creativity is in music, food. It can be in in anything that surrounds you. People's conversations can turn into creative content. So this is how we see creativity. So like for me personally, I like to capture different textures, different uh, patterns while I go. As some of the team members, they like to to uh, document uh, uh, signages, uh, different types from different countries. Having all this mix creates the creativity and also the different backgrounds and the different interests also. Um, what was the second question? Uh, so what, what's your creative uh, approach or process is like at the SIMU specifically? Okay. If you guys have like a certain way of doing things or, or a certain process that you go through. Okay, being a boutique studio uh, means that me and Otva as co-founders are involved in the creative process. So what we like to do is always be um, there and listen from the client directly. So understand maybe the client doesn't know how to translate their thinking process and what they've been through to to eventually come to a branding house to create their branding. But we like to uh, see the personalities, see uh, how they talk, their background, their interest, and turn that into the process. And then having a great team also uh, to translate this uh, from the beginning, from the first uh, meeting to uh, the creative direction and then into the creative elements, translating into the different uh, uh, Applications is uh, this is how we do it, but because we're small, for now, male also being involved in everything uh, makes it very impersonality. Let's say. Yeah, and I'm sure it's uh, a lot of fun for you to, to be involved. In yeah, it is. Yeah, it's um, okay. So, how do you guys balance being creatives and entrepreneurs at the same time, like running the business while being involved? Or- uh, in all of these creative uh, projects as well. Okay, so as entrepreneurs, we wear so many hats. Uh, we don't like to be so far off the creative itself, but we still have a business to run. So uh, we have the owner's hats, we have the managerial hat, and then we have the creative hat, which is the creators. Um, having this any entrepreneurship itself is creative. Uh, knowing how to solve problems, uh, how to tackle it with the balance of what you have, and balancing um, expenses and design at the same time. I think entrepreneurship and leadership is creative. So um, I think uh, we manage well having two partners in the office and also uh, support of a big team. Yeah, and it's definitely worried so many outsides. The best way into summarizing, yeah. I think, in my opinion, was all. So, how do you, what's like, what's, is there a main project or projects that you think shut the studio, uh, shut the studio's success, in your opinion? Like, is there like one 
or a couple of projects that you think, oh, when I think about these projects, there's, they're the ones that kind of made you shine the most? Maybe. Um, looking at the projects, we're very fortunate to know people that had a creative vision also. So having a, a client that is willing to go to the extremes to, of your creativity and your borders uh, make, makes the project successful. So uh, knowing people in the industry in different uh, backgrounds, like uh, knowing uh, um, the Samania team, and they gave us the creativity to work with them in their podcasts. Also the FMB uh, partners, we have so many, uh, just accepting our ideas and making them happen is uh, is the fortunate uh, part of, of us as being in this business. Uh, it's not our only success, just having them as partners is uh, is the future. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned Thamal, yeah? Is there any other project that you think is like a, one of the main highlights? If, personally, if you would yeah, personally, and in the studio we have different, uh, because, you know, different ownership, yeah, and ownership, and everyone's proud of being part of that uh, project. But uh, for me, uh, branding-wise, it's Tabania, uh, Abu Najm as a, as a restaurant. Uh, we have a couple of podcasts, but it's coming in China. Um, also, um, being part of... Uh, Getting it to pro- a product design this year, which is an editing line award. So this is, these are my favorites. Okay. Nice. Okay, so how do you choose and retain the talent that you work with? So this is um, this is very uh, like a very thorough process because what we do is we actually look for the potential, not for people who are in there uh, and what do they do now because. When you see, like, can let me give you an example. When you see an illustrator, how do you see the potential is like how I will work with them and uh, the creative director and the art director. Give them each one and their styles and how will they use this talent and grow it is uh, what we look for. So always the potential, not uh, the people, um, like on paper, um, personalities too, and different backgrounds to enrich and uh, improve the experience in office. So, uh, yeah, so you're saying chemistry yes. is very important. Very important. Yeah. I, I can't agree on. You recently got into product development and won the uh, design award. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. How, how did that uh, happen or how did, it, how did you get into it? Because it's a bit different from what you guys do. It's like a new stream, maybe. Yeah, so in the beginning of the year, we we became a multidisciplinary studio. So that's movie, uh, we can get into product design. And uh, we we were fans of the Lagrange Design Awards from last year, but we never thought of the opportunity uh, to get into it until we got invited to uh, the FAPE exhibition at the beginning of the year, January. Um, we were very fortunate to, to be there and see the area uh, first hand, like the energy and, and uh, the vibe itself. So we started thinking, what if and what's missing in Rada as product design and branding perspective. Uh, so when we got the invite to, to to actually participate in the awards, um, 
we instantly know that we already started the idea itself. It's a chair. It's a, it's a translating the kashta into a very elegant uh, market. Um, also, the process of it, it was very fun. Um, going through the phases of it, going to various for the shortlisted uh, uh, awards. Also, it being in the same time of Paris Design Week, it was such a, a magical experience, actually. It does sound like a concept. Um, and I saw that he did the, he designed the chair, and I think it looks uh, very cool. So, so are you guys, uh, is it for sale or is it, or is it just like part of the, are you like fabricating or producing it? Yeah, we will be traveling uh, sunny with with the event itself since we were one of the award winning products. We will be traveling manufacturing and sunny day as a product. So this is something to be proud. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on all that. Any other side uh, projects you know you guys are working on at the moment? We have around coming in the pipeline. It's very exciting. Uh, uh, I can't say anything about it, but we always accept like the challenges and different products. And with the piece of Savinirinia and how we're going in the development in each sector, we are always like being part of different projects that are not stuck in only brand name or only food and beverage and so on. And so it's very exciting to be part of different projects. Uh, and it's never... Um, as a same piece um, studio or an experience. So every week you have different projects, you have different uh, exposure to different networking with different people. So yeah, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. So what kind of music do you guys listen to? Do you, is it like part of the studio's culture to play music around? Are you into that? Uh, you do that with the office or maybe personally? Yeah, so as I said, we are very focused in uh, local content. So what we do is uh, knowing that like Egypt or and then the Middle East itself, having the rap, rap uh, music, listening to, to what's hip and trendy and understanding the behavior of um, and it's always not about the target audience, it's about the behavior, right? So Listening to what's trendy um, in rap, in uh, in uh, house music, in and maybe very shabby uh, music. Uh, after four, it can be punk. I don't know. It can be anything, but um, sometimes it can be very personal. Each person is going into their own process, but we're very open to listening to different types of music. Um, in the studio, we have different tastes. Uh, different age range, so you will be get exposed to that uh, daily, and maybe not. So we do have it; it's open forever. Yeah, because because I, I noticed you guys do a lot of uh, you know as part of the projects that you work on, you you do a lot of launch campaigns and, and campaigns in general. So there is an element of of. of uh, you know, uh, integrating music into the work that you do. Um, I just thought of this now, actually. 
you're really into like you're really into campaign development as well. Can you tell that? Can you tell me a bit about that? Yeah. So we went into campaigns and content creation because we were very um, exposed and very specialized in it locally. So when translating a Berber restaurant that is local and owned by a local person, you want to also integrate that in all the five senses. So that's why when you said like music, yes, we do, because we think it impacts the full experience into the audience uh, uh, looking into that ad or or that video or that content for that restaurant to to get the full image, like a 360. Yeah, so we do consider music as a big part of uh, creating the campaigns and And I believe you guys do a very good job at translating those local experiences mm-hmm. into these multi-sensory uh, experiences, let's say. Yeah, because um, seeing local content does not mean vintage. Yes, you can do local, that means something that... Uh, um, the the street people in the street would understand like people in their d- daily life and their daily routines would get so this is what we're trying to educate when we're going that uh, local does not mean vintage yeah which is a vintage. misconception and a generalization yeah. that's been going on yeah for, for a very long for a very time, long time. Yeah. so we're, we're in a very fast fast pace so we're trying to educate what we're going yeah no that's that's a very interesting point honestly mm-hmm. And I'm glad that you uh in equality I feel that loudly uh clearly. So yeah. Uh thanks for that. Okay, so finally, what advice would you give to creatives who would like to or want to start their own uh, studio or their own practice, you know, kind of turning their their creative uh, passion into into a business or you know whether it's on a freelance basis or like a a big studio or a small studio but just in general like monetizing what you do as a creative because sometimes it's very challenging for creatives to switch from you know shift from just being creative into making uh making money out of it yeah um i would say we we are in the and you should have opportunity. So if if you don't take a leap of faith and try, um, you will really regret it, not in 10 years, two years time. So trying uh, new things while you go is, uh, is very necessary and for your self-development and for the communal development. So us as creatives, we do hold each other's hand, we support each other. And it is something we started off from the beginning, um, like supporting other uh, people in our community and being sponsors and being part of that because being very big, like being specific in the art industry here locally, uh, it's all about community. It's still difficult to establish itself to be as strong as anywhere else. Um, like us against the international uh, agencies or like uh, they've been established for a long time. So I would say always reach out to other people in the community. They were nothing. Um, always try, try, at least try. And does it take time to open an Instagram account, put a couple of your uh, 
art out there or designs for people to just reach out and you never know what are the opportunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It completely agree. Just do something about it. Put yourself out there, really. And yes, Thank you me. need to rediscover it. You know, more of your work. Okay, I think that that's that's all from my side. Do you want to add anything? Um, no, I think it, uh, it's, we covered most of I just wanted to say um, uh, thank you everyone today and uh, for coming and uh, listening to us. And it was a pleasure meeting you, Wadi. Likewise, thank you, Dean, for sharing Shadda's uh, origin story and your passion for all things creative. I look forward to seeing what uh, new projects that you're going to create in the future. Uh, I would also like to thank the lovely audience uh, for meeting today. And yeah, uh, if you guys want to check out uh, Shadda Studio's work, you can follow them on Instagram at Shadda Studio. Um, this was all for today's episode. Also, don't forget to follow us on at Twenty Five Branding on Instagram and uh, Hybrid uh, Twenty Five Podcast. Stay tuned for our next one. Thank, Thank you so much, Dean. Thank you. Thank you, Ashley.